0: Hello guys and welcome to another episode of Yo Balance Co. Within this episode I interview Mitch Third. So he is owner of Third Fix, the well-known fitness bottles and third fix collection. So I myself have actually done work with Third Fix. I have helped him with um content for his own bottles, I'm a part of his affiliate program, and I've actually wanted to bring Mitch on Yo Balance Co. and kind of ask him some questions about business and social media, starting up a business, what platforms he focuses on to promote his business, and I've also wanted to kind of tie in um, personal development with his own um, growth journey and how he's utilized personal development to expand and grow his own business hope you guys do like this episode i've actually got my own tips that i've taken on board from mitch enjoy i love the brown one that's new oh so great
1: I'll have to um I'll have to send you some nuance for sure.
0: Yeah, it's it's so it's so in it's trendy. So you've really done well there. the,
1: neutrals, the neutral colors are definitely in at the moment.
0: I know that's all I'm wearing.
1: That's all you guys wear. <laughs> I
0: literally, literally, sometimes a bit of color, a bit of orange.
1: Yeah, I think um yeah we've got sort of our colors, sorts like neutrals, pink and baby blue. They're sort of like our core cool brand sort of colors at the moment.
0: Yeah, well, with today's questions, I'm super excited to ask you not only for your balance co, but um, for myself and Joel as well. We're currently in the startup of making our own business, um, is- and we're in the nitty gritty stages. So the fun part, yes. bringing it all oh, together.
1: I, love, I love those parts. That's the journey. That's the. Thing
0: <laughs> I know. I know. You learn to yeah. You learn to accept the stress and realize that the good will come. I need yeah. to say that to myself out loud because I haven't accepted it yet.
1: Yes. Yeah. And it will <laughs> be hard work and the intentions are right. Um, you will always come out with a good outcome.
0: Yeah. Especially Joel at the moment, he's still in the mind. So when he he's on, he's like four day um, shifts and then he'll need to spend another four days working on our business. So he's at the real nitty gritty stage where he's still working full time and then has to use his spare time to work on the business. But that's, what you need to do
1: very important very important to have a good good amount of money before you start everyone thinks they can sort of start an e-com now and just yeah and just sort of make it kind of thing but you have to have a lot of money behind you now um, yeah strategies and a good vision for the brand because yeah I get people ask me a lot like you know tips and things like that for me the number one is is making sure you have enough money to start because you shouldn't expect to profit you know, in the first six months to a year. It's really sticking it out and having that financial behind you to back you. And then probably a year after, that's where you look to um, profit off the business, I think.
0: Yeah, because at the end of the day, especially um, in today's world, it comes down to spending money to make the money, you know, like marketing, influencers, all these things are very expensive. So it is, yeah, it is smart to have a good substantial amount of money to work from. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about Third Fix and why you started?
1: Of course. So um, I suppose back, back at school, uh, my goal in life was to become a professional rugby player. And when I retired, was to become a sports psychologist. So I got extremely close. I played semi-professional rugby, was on television, um, even moved down to Canberra. And got asked to um, train with a professional rugby team, and I actually declined that offer to go travelling with um, with my girlfriend at the time. How old were you? I was 19 years old. I was 19 years old, so pretty young. Um, it was uh, it was crazy. Like I, I, pretty much got my dream delivered on a silver platter, and I said no to go on a five week holiday wow. with my girlfriend to America. So. Looking back at it now, I have no regrets because I know I'm on the right path. But I remember after that holiday, we went to America. um, And then from there, we sort of got the travel bug, started traveling a lot. And we went to Bali. And on our first ever trip to Bali, I remember being off the coast of Bali on an island called Nusa Penida. And I remember so vividly this beach that was just filled with plastic pollution and like more specifically, single-use plastics. So after that trip, I wanted to create a a reusable water bottle that would prevent people from buying single-use plastic bottles. And at the time, um, the goal was was to was to still kind of make it in rugby. I did make the decision to say no, but I was still playing um, more as like a hobby, I suppose. So as a rugby player, you do have to go to the gym. Um, You have your protein shakes and I was just so sick of my old smelly protein that would get um, supplementation caught in the corners. Oh, the glunk. um, Yeah, so I wanted to create what what I call the fitness bottle today. I wanted to create a bottle that would firstly prevent people from buying single-use plastic bottles and solve the issue of supplementation stuck in corners and that's how I come up with uh, this bad boy, the uh, third fix fitness bottle.
0: And like adding on to that, how do you deal? Because I actually see your bottle um, being sold by all these different companies, and you—I've never seen your bottle before. You created it, and then all these other companies would remake it. Do yeah. you have you noticed that?
1: Yeah, I definitely have. Um, probably about two. It's probably started about a year, maybe two years ago. Mm um where it's it's hard because I do have a patent on it however all you have to do in this day and age is change your product by 10% so 10% meaning the the size of it a different different lid um,
0: really wow
1: I, I didn't know that when I bought a patent it was 6 or 7 grand so I I painted it the round bottom shaker yeah um expecting no one could ever use my design but then yeah i found out that um all they need to do was change it by 10 percent. but in saying that like it's a compliment I, I, a really good community now i think everyone yeah. knows that third fix was the the original round bottom shaker um and these these companies keep falling off you know they, they copy my my bottle and then six months down the track they're, they're non-existent because they sort of can't keep up with the sales that we're doing so um, yeah, it is tough. But at the same time, I know my vision. I know that I started uh, the original product and I think everyone sort of knows that.
0: And going back to um, your story about how you thought and made Third Fix, it's literally like the definition of like going with the flow and trusting the universe and things happen for a reason.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm massive on that, um, especially re- recently. I think everything happens for a reason. And if you do the right things and work hard, the universe will look after itself. So um, back in the early days, Instagram wasn't such a big thing. Me and my partner were sort of just traveling the world and taking photos. And um, at that time, her Instagram sort of blew up and I would just ask her to take photos with a bottle and I started getting sales with the bottle and she started getting a massive following and I was... I was thinking, what's going on here? I can, I can actually sort of make a living from this product. Yeah. So, um, everything started aligning. I lost passion for rugby. I, I gained, or not gained. I, um, I copped some really big injuries on my knee. Like had to get surgery twice. So it was just the universe saying, like, rugby isn't for you. Um, this whole lifestyle and brand is, is sort of my future. So I, I put all my eggs in one basket, yeah. and now I'm sort of reaping the rewards.
0: I feel like that's why it is extremely important to always focus on getting yourself in a good headspace because circumstances like that are chucked at us all the time. And if we're not in a headspace to work with it, we end up working against it. Like I know myself, I can be like, I'm not really spontaneous. I'm a bit of a perfectionist and I work well of structure. And sometimes I get kind of let down if it isn't how hey there, Christine. Kate Rowland. Yep. But yeah, like I'm someone who I'm very like I'm a perfectionist. So when things don't go to plan, I tend to get in a very negative headspace and I find myself not really being present and um, not allowing circumstances like that, like what you went through, to actually come out in a positive way. And that's why I feel like it is so important to focus on your headspace and focus on your like your train of thought when things like that do happen.
1: Yeah, I suppose for myself, uh, it, in the last eighteen months, I've kind of been on a self-development journey, and I feel like it has helped me t- like tenfold in my business. Uh, my morning routine involves waking up before the sun, going for a five-kilometer walk, breathwork, meditation, mm. writing down three things I'm grateful for, and all these things come back to come back to my why, come back to my purpose. So then when I'm in at work, I'm in the best, like, clear, clear mind, have heaps of clarity, energy, and it, it's, it's so, so important to look after yourself first, and then once you're in that good sort of flow, it just it snowball, snowball effects on, onto your business.
0: Did you focus on personal development prior towards starting your business, or was this something that kind of happened after you developed your business?
1: Um, a little bit after. So the reason I started doing uh, meditation and breath work was because of COVID. Um, oh, yeah. When when me and um, my girlfriend got back from Bali, we were the first ever people to do the international quarantine, the 14-day international quarantine. So we had to do that. And back then it was super strict. Like we had to do it in our apartment. If we were seen sort of outside of our apartment it was really really bad especially like we were kind of in the um, in the spotlight a bit so we took it really serious so we did 14 days in our apartment and on the last day uh, the whole of Queensland had to do 14 days so essentially we did 28 days in oh
0: Portland.
1: wow Locked up, like yeah it was it was this is the thing I could have taken it two ways I could have soaked about it and said this is the worst thing ever or I could do another thing and sort of, you know, make the most of it. I, I thought about my mental health. Um, so I started meditating, uh, breath work, writing down things I was grateful for. That that helped so much. And I also started my clothing, uh, my clothing line in that period. Because I was just locked up for 28 days, I had so much time. Mm. So from there, I thought... Um, yeah, let's start a clothing brand and and that's how that sort of started.
0: I love that because my partner and I talk about that all the time. Like we're giving these opportunities to kind of slow down, use it like effectively, whether it is studying, whether it is um, focusing on your health, and it definitely can be hard because we are chucked with them obstacles that are like prone for depression. Like yeah. no, it's so it's really, really hard to be stuck inside. And doing the same thing, I didn't understand how hard it was on your mental state, how much it takes a toll until I was kind of in that position.
1: Yeah, of course. And you look at the figures, um, you know, suicides gone through the rate in the last years. It's it's really sad. So a thing that I'm sort of preaching at the moment is practicing gratitude because I I truly believe gratitude is the key to happiness. You you're grateful for everything you have. Like if if you're locked up in an apartment. You're locked up. You got shelter. You got food. Um, you have YouTube where you can learn everything. Google where you can learn a new skill. Yeah, you're grateful for so much stuff in your life and what you have. Um, you just watch the shift in, in your happiness change.
0: And like um, for for me, I definitely, I 100% agree with you. And sometimes you're not really in a headspace to be grateful. And something that I always do is fake it till you make it. I implement gratitude even on days that I don't feel like it. Yeah. Um, you know, me and my partner, we say to each other, what are three things that you're grateful for? And we can be in the shittest headspace, but as soon as you say that and you actually sit down and you think what you're grateful for, it does switch your headspace. And it sometimes it feels uncomfortable and fake, but the more that you do it, the more you're putting yourself into that flow state and like having that them emotions and feeling that way. So
1: I think it's I think it's more important on those days when you're feeling off and you're feeling right. down, and you don't want to write down things you're grateful for, or you feel like you're faking it. I think it's even more important on those days that you are. And the thing is, you have to be very specific for what you're grateful for. Uh, if you say your health, your family, and your friends every day, you've you gotta not- be specific.
0: Yeah. So, if, like it-
1: for instance, for me this morning. The things that I wrote down, I said yesterday's sales. had a really good day with sales. Mm. I said the sunrise was beautiful this morning and my health. I, um, I haven't gotten a cold or anything in the last like two years. So, they were three things I'm grateful for. You have to be very specific because if you're saying the same things or things that aren't actually uh, applicable to your life, you can actually do the opposite thing. So, if you keep mm. writing down your family and you're not actually grateful for them,
0: There's no feeling attached to that. And for me, I'm a big believer in like manifesting. And when you manifest, you have to fully, truly believe and feel. And if you're just saying, I'm grateful for my family, there's no, there's not much feelings attached to that. But when you're more specific with what you're grateful for, you actually go in depth and you think about it and you feel it and you envision it. And that's why I do think it is so important to be more specific Definitely, for sure. So going back to your business, um, you were saying that something that really helped you and your startup was social media, your girlfriend at the time, posting um, images. And when you, when you guys did that, like social media wasn't like it was a thing, but like marketing on social media wasn't that big. And at this moment in time, it is huge. Do you find that um, marketing through social media is what helped scale your business?
1: For sure. The, the number yeah. one thing that scaled my business. Uh, without social media, I, I wouldn't have a brand. It would just be, yeah, it, it wouldn't huh. be right now. Honestly, huh. social media right now for me is the number one powerful tool um, for marketing. When we first started, it, it wasn't really called influencer marketing. We were just lucky enough because we were becoming influencers that we were being surrounded by the same type of people. So I would just I would just send them a bottle like what you call sort of gifting now, mm. um, and give them a product in exchange for content. I was just giving them a bottle, and because um, the people we were hanging around at the time, they were taking photos as well. It was a good excuse for them to hold a hold a product. It's a good little um.
0: Oh pro- Oh propped. propped! I always need a prop for my photos, whether it's a coffee, whether it's a bottle, it well, helps.
1: So it's it's a perfect um, prop. You know, <laughs> sorry, you in a bikini or fitness it's the perfect prop so at the time yeah i was just sending it out to a lot of our friends um even people i didn't know i saw that wanted to become content creators Um, they were happy to accept the gift and create content for us so that was the number one for me back in about 2018 um that really helped with sales Mm. and then i suppose now We definitely still use influencer marketing. Like, you're on our affiliate program. We get great sales from you. But our shift has been more um, to have a more diverse range of uh, marketing strategies. Like, we just don't want to use influencer marketing. Mm. The other things now is Facebook and Instagram ads.
0: So, you you use Facebook ads and everything like that? Because that was a question I was going to ask. Like, do you solely just use influencers, or is there other yeah, markets that you number use. one
1: marketing strategy right now is facebook and instagram ads
0: wow yeah okay we Interesting. Put
1: a, lot of, a lot of budget behind that yeah uh, look at the moment for black friday sales we're doing two and a half k a day wow i'd spend um, but, but we l- also... like
0: you said earlier you've got to spend the money in order to make the money and marketing yeah, exactly. is...
1: definitely um it definitely it's a it's a snowball effect like you can't just think you can throw 2,500 at, at the Facebook algorithm and expect to see results. Yeah. It's a slow burn. You have to, the algorithm has to understand what works and uh, what your audience is. But so our strategies at the moment of Facebook and Instagram ads. Uh, we're now on TikTok as well. TikTok ads have actually been really, really effective for us. Our um, mailing list, so our EDMs, our email marketing is huge for us. I think we've got over 30,000 people on our mailing list. Um, so wow. That's really important, and then yeah. obviously influencer marketing and putting people on affiliate programs is uh, is is also really really strong for us.
0: Yeah, thank you for that, and thank you for the specifics because I feel like that's what people are looking for when they're at the startup stages of their business. They're like, what do I do? How do I use marketing? What like, what platforms do I use? So it's really good that you are being specific because it's something that I definitely look for when I'm researching um, things about businesses, starting up businesses and everything, like I want the specifics. Yeah. Um, is there anything like starting up your business, is there anything that you wish you did different or you wish you avoided?
1: Uh, for me, it would be knowing my niche early. Um, I, at the time, was just sending it to everyone and anyone, which I think back then is, it was okay. But if I was to start a business right now, And just to send – so my my fitness bottle is obviously for fitness people. Um, Look, everyone has to drink a water bottle, but that's my niche, is people that go to the gym, that look after themselves, that look after their health. That's my niche. So if I was to send it to people with makeup, like makeup
0: makeup, – yeah.
1: It wouldn't be as effective as what it was back then. Um, That makes a lot of sense. It it was okay. Yeah. But for me, uh, I would – I would understand your niche, understand your audience. And then from there, just tunnel vision on that. Once you've sort of, you know, that's effective, then you can start to branch out. Whether that's, let's just say with my bottle, um, I'm branching out with like reusable straws. So I can put that in cafes and restaurants. Um, I have that sort of eco-friendly audience as well. Yeah. So I think early on is understanding your niche and then honing in on that.
0: Yeah, it does make a lot of sense rather than putting your focus in so many different areas, like perfect that one area first. Cool. And I do, yeah, I really love that and it does make a lot of sense. Um, so you, we were talking about before how we're currently very stressed because of the Black Friday sales. Um, for all my listeners right now, it is currently we're in the week of Black Friday sales and – we're both kind of in the same industry where it's a very stressful time. Um, a question that I myself want to ask you because I personally need the advice on this is how do you balance out business and personal life?
1: Um, uh, for me, it's surrounding <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I
0: don't. <laughs> I don't know yet.
1: It's surrounding yourself with good people. Uh, yeah. People who understand what you're going through, people who um, – want to have the same sort of lifestyle as you so yeah for me look to be honest right now I probably don't have the best balance um this time of year for me I really have to make the most of this is um probably we probably earn about 60 to 70 percent of our overall revenue in about the space of one month like one wow. to kind of thing yeah. So right now you probably uh you don't have <laughs> the best time in terms <laughs> of balance uh, but I, I'm huge on balance I think you know going out and socializing with your friends and going to events um, is so so important and a thing that has helped me so much is having a routine lifestyle um, so my morning routine is all about myself although I post it on my Instagram and um, I do get people you know messaging me saying you're really inspiring you've, you've, you've helped me so much I'm not I'm not really doing it for them. I'm doing it for me. My my morning routine is for myself. It's for my you know my mental, spiritual, physical. It's all for myself. And if I can help people at the same time, that's just a bonus. But my morning routine has really helped me to keep grounded, um, to be grateful. It's good for my mental you know my mental health. So my morning routine has really helped me a lot. And also um, being in routine with gym. So. I go to the gym every single day at the exact same time i have my night routine as well so that's just sort of winding down having 30 minutes of reading so mm-hmm. a routine lifestyle um, has helped me so much and so that when i have my work days i work my day around them not the other that's way around. Good. so i have these pillars in place i have my morning routine gym night routine and I work all my meetings and podcasts such as this around those yeah. so that I don't feel as stressed, um, I feel more organised. And
0: even like during your busy times, that is still your balance, you know, you're not just purely focusing on work. Yeah, um,
1: sure. I don't just wake up at 7am, go yeah. 7 a.m. to 7pm and just put my head down and grind. Um, I think it's so, so important to have a balance because there is such thing as burnout. Um, I, I actually had it last year, I got... Yeah, it was um just really stressful times, but it's this time of year you got to make the most of it.
0: Exactly, yeah.
1: Another thing, if you love what you do, um, it's like it, it doesn't feel like work, although it is very stressful because you're trying to do your best and there's a lot on. Because I love what I do, um, it it honestly doesn't feel like work. So that's, that's yeah,
0: I can I can definitely relate there in the sense of. You, it's inevitable to have a burnout because you love what you do. So you don't necessarily want to take a break because you're moving forward and it feels great. Mm-hmm. But if you're not balancing out certain things, um, whether it is taking a break or, um, stuff for yourself, you do have that burnout. It is inevitable. And I've experienced it many times and it it does come down to because I also love what I do and I want to keep working, yep. but it's definitely about balancing all of that out. So my last few questions is, um, do you have any advice for my listeners out here today who are wanting to build a brand at an early age?
1: Yeah, for sure. So I've got um, it's two avenues. I tell people to go down. The first avenue is to create a solution based product or a solution based service. Um, so a good example is my bottle solves the issue of supplementation. So. Um, if you can come up with ideas, like for example, I'm sitting on this couch, there's no cup holder. If you can create, that's how things are, things are made. So you have to, you know, go out adventuring, try and solve the issue of something. So I love
0: that. It does. It makes so much sense.
1: So the first, first avenue is, um, have a solution product or a service. So if someone has like a lot of education or knowledge, they can then sell that as a service to solve people's, you know, problems. So that's avenue one. The second avenue is to start your own personal brand first, and then off the back of that, create merch or create a brand. So you see, you know, all these celebrities and big influencers—they're—they're um, they're now creating, you know, businesses off the back of their own personal brand. So for mm-hmm. me that second avenue if you love what you do or you you know what you love i would be filming everything filming everything that you do um, whether that's on instagram or youtube create your own sort of personal brand and then off the back of that you can um you can sell merch or sell a brand so they're my two hey, advices avenue one or avenue two to go down. yeah
0: i i do i do love that and like they're both really good points with avenue two um I feel like it's important to build your own brand in a sense where you earn people's trust and when you're trying to sell, trust is everything.
1: Yeah, so, so important. And when you create that personal brand, um, off the back of that, that that merch or the brand or whatever you're selling, it has to align with the personal brand you've already made because mm. people will, they'll know you're just trying to make a buck or, you know, exactly. they have not mean anything to you. So when you start your own personal brand and, you know, you become an influencer or a content creator or or anything like that, when you create that brand, it has to align with you.
0: Yeah, and something that I've personally done as well that's extremely important with my own brand is serving, um, like giving free value first, like not just sell, sell, sell. Make sure that you're giving that free value in um, my position. It's been through recipes, it's been through workouts, it's been through tips, like don't just try to sell all the time. Yeah, be focused on giving your audience free value and something in exchange. My my last question is, I ask this for everyone, and because this podcast is all about finding your balance, and this, um, your answer can mean anything that balance means to you. So it doesn't necessarily mean um, what everyone thinks balance is, it's what balance means to you. So what does finding your balance look
1: like? Finding my balance, what does that look like? Uh, So we spoke about the universe before and I I do solely, strongly believe in manifesting in the universe and all these things. So um, for me, it just comes back to gratitude. So when things are amazing in my life, I feel like uh, the universe is like a pendulum. So when things are amazing in your life, you want to come back to balance and and to get there is gratitude. So when things are going really, really well, you have to come back and be grateful for everything that's happening otherwise the universe will hit you with something and you'll go the other way so it comes back to gratitude and the same thing so like something negative happening let's say negative comments or negative feedback on your product grateful thank you for commenting you're giving me views giving me feedback um so balance to me comes back to gratitude there's this big pendulum that the universe is swinging and whatever side you're on, if you can come back to being grateful, um, your life will be balanced.
0: I do. I love that. I love that so much. Don't get lost in what you're doing. Always make sure no matter how well you're doing, come back to gratitude. And that's something that I definitely do forget. So thank you for that answer, Mitch. That's
1: okay. I loved, uh, I loved to be on here. It was great to chat.
0: Yes. Thank you so much. And thank you to our listeners. Um, Where can everyone find you?
1: Uh, so... On Instagram and YouTube at Mitch Third. I'm actually starting my YouTube next week, which is really ah, exciting. How
0: exciting!
1: I'm the journey of you know my own personal brand and all the behind the scenes of Third Fix and Third Fix Collection. Um, and my yeah, so my personal brand just Mitch Third, and then the businesses Third Fix and Third Fix Collection.
0: We're currently filming for YouTube at the moment, so we'll make sure we will get all everyone to subscribe to your channel.
1: Amazing! Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you for having me.
0: Um, Thank you so much, guys, and I'll see you in my next episode. Bye. (laughs)